Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to a little bonus episode that we're doing today. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did not watch this movie for the podcast, but Danny had such uh, <laughs> comments on the film that I thought it would be nice for us to make an episode about it. You mean just an episode of me talking shit about it? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have to talk shit too, though. Oh, uh, I, I, I can definitely talk shit, but I like it a hell of a lot more than you do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so that movie is Michael Bay's Criterion Collection approved Armageddon. Um, recently, uh, I went DVD shopping and um, I came across this and The Rock, uh, both of the Criterion Collection <laughs> uh, DVDs, and um, they were pretty cheap. So I decided, why the fuck not? I haven't seen either of them since I was a kid. Um I will say The Rock is the better film. Yeah, I think I think The Rock is Michael Bay's best film, uh, next to Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two. Um, but let's just do this quick little synopsis that they have on here: Bruce Willis and an all-star cast of roughneck oil drillers blast off on a mission to save the planet in Michael Bay's doomsday space epic. It's stupid. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, so please, I want you to, st- let's start off with you listing everything that you thought was stupid. Um, so asking oil drillers to be astronauts is stupid. It, but it probably would have worked better the other way around. One story is stupid. Um, the way that NASA handles everything is stupid. Um, everything is dumb in this. Everything is really just kind of stupid. Um, I mean, like, like it's been said a few times already, wouldn't it be easier to teach, uh, astronauts how to drill? Instead of drillers, how to be astronauts. Yes. I feel like that would take less time. The one thing, though, that the movie does, they do send real astronauts with them. Yeah, but you see how well that goes. I mean, yes, yeah. (laughs) All the real astronauts die, but one. Um... Saying space dementia like it's like, like it's a thing. Real dementia is stupid, and it's not even like he still knows what's going on. So space dementia doesn't even make sense. No, and the way that he says they so deadpan about it. Oh, it's the it's one of the best parts of the movie, Um, for me. I mean, everything in this is just really bad. Um, like I hate the fact that the 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 astronaut. One of the astronauts sent with them, who is a dick, mind you, but still, uh, is an astronaut, wants to shake Liv Tyler's hand because she's the daughter of the bravest man he ever But say the quote. No. Say the quote. His quote is, would you allow me to shake the hand of the daughter of the bravest man I've ever known? Which is the dumbest thing. It's it's too long. (laughs) It's stupid. Um, but it's it's endearingly stupid. No, it's awkward as fuck. It's so weird. It's also, just it's almost as awkward as Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler. It's really bad. Um, I I I would pay money to never hear him sing to her again. At least everyone else came into singing with him. No, that I hated more. That made it worse. Yeah, because they were all like condoning it, and they all should have just been like, "Dude, shut up!" Like. 
This whole thing is so much but like fine, if I'm gonna feed into this stupid plot, this shit is bigger than you and this stupid girl. Like fuck off. It's so annoying. I I hate it. I hate it so much because I just I like I've watched a bunch of movies where like the romances in it are really fucking stupid, but this one is just takes fucking cake. I I hate it's it. very bad. I do also believe that maybe Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler were like, just give me that paycheck. Probably, because they're both really terrible in it. They're, they don't really put much effort. Both both of them try to cry at one point, and it seems so unrealistic. It's so awkward also to watch that scene where he's like kissing her shoulders and like slightly undressing her. In the rocket? Yeah, and Bruce Willis is like watching, and it's like, what the fuck is going on here? None of this is romantic. It's fucking creepy. And even when he leaves, it's still not romantic. It's still gross. Liv Tyler makes faces like she just smelled something bad. It's just, it's all around awful. It's just bad. And, and like, and once they get to, uh, to space, it's even worse because apparently Michael Bay couldn't do a modicum of fucking research and understand that, uh, <laughs> space shuttles, when they get into space, um, don't fly around like airplanes with like boosters on the back and shit. You know what I'm talking. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, and to be fair, it, the screenplay was written by Jonathan Hensley and J.J. Abrams. So you got You got to. You got to give shit to them as well as Michael Bay for all that stuff. Fucking nerds can't do space research. Can't understand that when a space shuttle like enters space like shit breaks off of it and whatnot and it's even worse in the end when they land like a fucking airplane exactly like an airplane it's ridiculous yeah it's like and i it's and the the problem i have with it is because it's just such it's such an easy thing to correct and like get right, and he just didn't fucking care. I kind of love that he didn't. Care. No, it's awful. I am. I love this movie. So I hadn't seen it uh, since I was probably like ten, maybe eleven. Um, and it is so stupid and so ridiculous and trashy. But it's so fun. No. There, there is there is fun in this movie for me, especially, especially with like the stupid lines with like when Ben Affleck and uh, Michael Clark Duncan and um, Peter Stormare are in the rover and they ha- they like they <laughs> they like basically evil Knievel it. They hot wheels it. Yeah, and then fucking Peter Stormare gets up on top of the damn rover because he has to fix whatever is going on so they can land properly and not die. Peter Stormare is probably one of the best parts of this movie. Yes, Peter Stormare is fantastic. I mean, if you don't like Peter Stormare, get the fuck out of here. Like, he's great. He's great in everything. Um, I would like to talk about my favorite part of the movie. Okay. Including Peter Stormare. <laughs> um, they have to refuel at the the Russian space station. God. And 
they get there, and I swear to God, not five minutes later, the thing is exploding and on fire. It is, yeah. Be- because of some sort of leak. I don't know what it was, but it just, it's such a great, like, uh, just, you know, a great view of America and Americans. Something's been up in space for 11 years. We get there for five minutes and it's fucking destroyed. Yeah, it's all gone. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds about right. Yeah. It, it, my favorite part of the film by far, that and the rover. Um, and I hate that. I love it. The rover, it feels like, it feels like Fast and the Furious in space before the Fast and the Furious were even, was even a thing. I just fucking hate it because uh, Ben Affleck was supposed to be rooting for him, I imagine. Yeah. To some end. Yes. And he does fucking nothing until the very fucking end. And even then he doesn't actually do anything. He gets the hole drilled. I mean, sort of. He gets them to 800 feet. Because he's like, I got this. From 770. So he drilled how much? <gasps> But like No 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 like <laughs> all the time before that when they were like fucking around with the bomb and shit where the bomb was gonna go off because they fucking detonated it from Earth because they're like they're fighting. It's not gonna fucking happen, so we're gonna blow it up right now. And all that shit. They were fucking around the rover. Like they weren't around for the real shit. Don't even tell me that. They weren't. They weren't around to know that the nuke was going to blow up with them there exactly. no and so and like i just said they get to 770 and then ben affleck shows up and is like oh let me do the rest and, like if he did that when i got if he showed up after i did all of that i'd be like go fuck yourself you're remembering it wrong oh am I? no they got their way before 770 he was in the thing drilling while it was at 770 he's a fuck up the entire time you cannot convince me otherwise <laughs> and, then, and then of course in the end they can't even let him actually sacrifice himself which they should do because he's a giant fuck up and I hate him would you say that you like Bruce Willis more than him? Bruce Willis probably has much more uh, skills in just about everything than Ben Affleck did in the film or in life? in general <laughs> in general but also this whole like I've always seen you as my son no, you haven't. What? And also, if you've seen him as as your son, now your son is gonna marry your daughter. Yeah, like no incestual. And then he oil like, drillers. And he's like goodbye, my son. And it's like I can't with this shit. This whoever wrote the dialogue for this, if it's J.J. Abrams, I don't know. Whoever wrote the dialogue for it did a terrible job. And also, Ben Affleck is like, I love you. I love you, Harry. He. I hate it. I don't know how else to say it. I hate it. Like, it was fun to watch to a point, and then after a while, I was just like, this is just completely stupid. It was very funny, because we were watching it, and there was a part where I was like, oh, Danny's, like, having fun. She's like, she understands it like I do. Like, this is just fun trash. And then something turned, and you were like, I fucking hate this. I think maybe because it was two and a half hours long. It's too long. Um, There's too much of Luke Tyler. There's too much Aerosmith. There's way too much Aerosmith. I can't deal with it. And the weird part is, like you mentioned, I don't even think Liv Tyler had a good relationship with her father, so I feel like it'd be really fucking weird to put his music in the movie, and I don't know why they chose that. 
I'm not sure if she had. I remember because she is in the crying video by Aerosmith, and I don't. I think that was before '98, so they may have had some sort of relationship at that time. Maybe her being in the film was like, "I'm going to be in this movie, but you need to use all of my dad's band's music." I hate it. There should be a hate counter. How many times you've said hate? Yeah. Well, well, I'll, I'll try to. Or do how that. many times I said I hate it? Just in general, just the phrase "I hate it." A lot. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> maybe if I'm watching this like down the road, like maybe a few years later, I'll I'll appreciate it for what it is. But upon seeing it for the first time as an adult, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Like I enjoyed some parts of it, but boy, when it when it just kept going, I could I just couldn't do it anymore. And like, <laughs> it's <laughs> I. Um, Can you name me a part you liked? Yeah. When um, Steve Buscemi just decided to go off and start shooting the gun. You liked when he was just putting everyone in danger? He yeah. should have shot the nuke. I don't care. <laughs> don't care. That was great. Where he's just like, fuck it all! And also him just talking about having a front row seat to the you know apocalypse or whatever the fuck it is he said. I I mean, Buscemi is probably like Buscemi and Peter Stormare and Michael Clark Duncan, uh, Owen Wilson to a degree, um, and also, uh, God damn it, I can never remember the actor's name, but the guy, Patton. Uh, what is his name? Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, fucking Keith David. Yeah, Will Patton. Yeah, Will Patton and Keith David. I mean, the, the cast of this movie is fucking incredible. I mean, you got so many great actors. That also goes to show that it doesn't fucking matter how excuse me how good your cast is if the plot is stupid but that's the thing this movie would not be enjoyable without the cast the cast makes the stupid trash fun no i get that i I get it sort of i mean it's Like I feel, I feel like how you feel sometimes you watch movies and your brain hurts after the fact. Yes. Yeah, that's how I felt after this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I understand. Felt dumber for having watched it. A little bit, but that's the thing. Like I didn't go into Armageddon thinking it was going to teach me anything. I didn't like I didn't think it was going to be the best sci-fi movie yeah. I've ever seen. But I also didn't think it was going to be as bad as it was. That's true. I didn't remember it being as laughable. But again, I watched it when I was like eleven. A totally different mindset nowadays. Nowadays, um, but goddamn, I had fun with it. I thought it was super fun. I would. I. I think. I don't know if I've seen this. Saw this in theaters when it came out. I mean, this came out in '98. I was ten, so uh, I can't remember. But I would like to. Like, <laughs> if 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 there is somebody like if somebody has a print of Armageddon and I hear that they're gonna show it, I'm gonna buy a ticket. No. <laughs> You can go buy yourself. I will. I will go by myself. I'll have a few drinks. I'll have the best time. Do it. <laughs> Do it. And sing along with all the Aerosmith songs. Close my eyes. Oh, God. No, please don't sing it. Fall asleep. <laughs> that's all I really like, you know. I still miss you, babe. Don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> All right.
Uh, should, we, should we rate it? Yeah, what the fuck do you give this? Two. The two. two. Oh, hey, though. Oh, my God. that You could have given it a one. Two for just for Bush- I mean, in the gut. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that there was some fatalities, and I was hoping for that. So. Yes. Yeah. There's some mistakes. Yeah. So. Um, I, what did I give it on Letterboxd? I think I gave it uh, kind of half and half. Yeah, I think uh, five out of ten. Okay. Yeah, I mean it. it it's a very flawed film. It is. Um. Uh. The beginning of it maybe goes on a bit too long. I, they could have gotten to space a bit quicker. Yeah, they could have. Uh. To be fair, though, the uh, Criterion is the director's cut. Okay. So I don't know how much longer it is. Too, um, too much. Too much. Whatever <laughs> uh, it is, it's too much. Yeah, but it is very enjoyable for me. Uh, it's enjoyable trash, and you know I like my enjoyable trash. Yeah. Yeah. We are enjoyable trash. We are enjoyable trash. Our podcast is enjoyable trash. Yeah. We understand trash. We understand high art. Michael Bay can be both. No. It's sometimes. They're <laughs> <laughs> wrong. It's so funny because Danny has such a view of the Criterion Collection uh, since she's gotten with me because of the films that they put out. And then I'm like, hey, look at this movie. This movie is a part of the Criterion Collection. And you, yeah, she's like, fucking why? This is part of the Criterion Collection that makes zero sense to me. Yeah, Michael Bay stands up there, you know, with... No, he doesn't! Kurosawa. Oh, yeah, okay. Bergman and Lynch. Oh, for sure. The Coen brothers. Mm -hmm. He's right up there. No, he's not. (laughs) No one will be picking this from the closet. I'll tell you that fucking (laughs) much. <laughs> I hope somebody does. Most, it's out of print, so they probably don't even have it in the closet anymore. Okay. Hey, anybody, if you watch this and you find yourself in the Criterion Collection closet, pick a Michael Bay movie. If I ever get in there, I will take my copies in with don't me. Dare. And I'll be like, oh, look what I found. <laughs> You're going to do it just to spite me. Hey, if that ever happens, that's a dream. I probably won't even do that. But like, I'm, not, I'm just going to keep it to myself and do whatever they tell me to do. No, Praised, praised man breaks into Criterion. Yeah, right. I wasn't. In, I, I just break in and film my own thing. Like Danny, turn on the phone and push record. <laughs> recording me. Hi, everybody. I'm in the Criterion closet. Don't worry that it's only fucking lit by a flashlight. <laughs> I have to make that. That'd be really funny. That would be pretty funny. Oh man. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this little extra little episode. It just uh, kind of came into our brains because of what Danny felt about the film. I thought it would. It was be- your idea, not mine. It was definitely my idea. Uh, I normally am the one that goes off on movies, so it's nice to hear her go off on this one. Anything else you would like to end on? No. No, nothing else to say about this movie. If you like it, cool. If you don't, that's also cool. I don't care, but I don't like it. <laughs> I still am very happy that you gave it a 2 out of 10 instead of a 1 out of 10. Well, you're welcome. Bushami. Bushami always gets one star. It's true. <laughs> if he's in that movie, even that movie's if a piece was, of shit. If he was in this movie, it'd probably be like a, a zero. Michael Clark Duncan, though. Oh, that's true. Okay, it's a one. <laughs> Wait, it's a one? Okay, so it's at least a one. So two, two stars, one for Michael Clark Duncan, one for Steve Buscemi. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you, guys. Go watch some Michael Bay. No, don't. Like his earlier stuff. No. Forget about, forget about Transformers. Not even really that. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>